There was once a young woman in a desert. She was in the desert and found herself an amazing spring of water. Thank you. She found herself in a desert next to an amazing spring of water. It was absolutely parched ground. Nothing would grow. There was nothing there. Nothing but sand. And she realized that in her hand, she had a teaspoon. And from the teaspoon, she could get water from the spring without getting wet herself and drink. But something inside her said that maybe the water there wasn't just to drink. She put her teaspoon, her tiny little teaspoon, into the spring of water, got thoroughly splashed by doing so, because teaspoons and springs of water don't really work. And she took that teaspoonful of water and flicked it out onto the sand. Where the water landed, the sand transformed into grass. There was a tiny little oasis of grass appeared immediately. And she was amazed. So she thought, well, this is going to take me the rest of my life, but I might give this another go. And she went back to the spring with her teaspoon. And as she went back with her teaspoon, she realized it was no longer a teaspoon. It was a dessert spoon ever so slightly bigger, still got her splashed when she put it into the spring, and she flicked that out onto the ground. And there was a bigger patch of the sand that transformed, and it didn't just transform into grass. In this, there was a single flower. And she loved it. So she went back to the spring, again, a bit more excited, and realized that she had a teacup now in her hand instead of a dessert spoon. And she put that into the spring and didn't get really that badly splashed this time. And she threw out the cup of water. And the cup of water landed on the ground. And this time, not grass appeared, but plants that grew food started to appear. So she went back again and she's getting faster and faster. And her cup turns into a children's bucket, the kind you'd have at the seaside, which felt appropriate when she was surrounded by sand. But instead of making a sandcastle, she put it back into the spring, hardly got splashed at all this time, and threw that out across the sand. And grass formed, and a tree started to grow. So she went back again, and this time she realized she had a proper bucket, a proper metal bucket, like a farmer would use, a practical piece of kit. And this worked really well. And she threw this bucket out. More started to grow. She's looking around. Around her is growing this amazing place in the desert. And she goes back with her bucket. And it stayed a bucket. She thought, well, never mind. I've got a bucket now. It's fine. And she threw out the bucket three times. And the third time she went back with the bucket, it had turned into the biggest container that she could carry. She had this huge container that she could only just fill and carry. And it became a huge effort to give it all away, to tip it all out. But when she did, it was transforming meters upon square meters of the desert. She was transforming the land around her. 
And she realized that what was happening was that all around her, people and animals were starting to come. As she created this oasis in the desert, people came to join her. And as they joined her, this huge container that she was carrying was much more easy to lift with help. And as different people came to the spring, they went through a similar experience to her, but they didn't just have containers. Some of them had pipes, some of them had pumps, some of them had completely different gifts that came from this spring. And together, they built not just an oasis, but over time, they built a place to live and to flourish, where animals and people could flourish together. She had been blessed with a teaspoon. But as she blessed others with what she started with, her own blessings multiplied and it blessed the community. In Genesis, if you remember what the verse is by looking at it, in Genesis 12, verses 1 and 2, which hopefully will appear, um, Abraham, the father of a nation, at this point with no children, at this point with very little, is told that he will be blessed in order to be a blessing. And that through him, every single nation in the world will be blessed. That's a ridiculously big promise. And Abraham had to wait decades and decades. Who likes waiting for things? Who likes waiting two days for a present? Who likes waiting? I mean, it's fun to wait for your birthday on one side, but it's rubbish waiting. But Abram had to wait decades between being told, I'm going to take you to this amazing land, going to create a family, create a a nation through you, and it will bless the whole world. He had to wait his whole life. He didn't have the baby that God had promised until he was 100 years old. That's some serious waiting. But God had said to him right at the beginning, I will make you into a great nation, I will bless you, I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing to others. In 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4, our next Bible verse, um, which will appear behind me again, Here we've got the Apostle Paul talking about how we are cared for and we get to care for people. We are all people who have been blessed by God. You may not feel very blessed this morning. You might have had a rubbish week at school. You might have had a rubbish week at work. You might be in a difficult situation. You might have lost someone. You might not be in a financially great position. All kinds of things could have gone wrong. But just by getting to live in this nation... You're blessed. We may kind of think Brexit's a bummer, but um, it might not. But however is going on, it's a huge blessing to live in a first world nation. We don't worry where our water comes from. But we're also blessed if we're here this morning as people who know Jesus. Just simply knowing Jesus and the peace that he brings, the fact that he's died for your sin and that you know that you have eternity here with him now and in the future is a huge blessing. 
If we could have uh, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4 up, that would be great. So here Paul is saying how blessed we are. Praise be to God, to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. God comforts us in our troubles. God is more than a crutch. God is available and there with us to bless and serve and look after us. He gets to be the one who heals us and looks after us. And we get to do that for others. That's the calling of the church. And this phrase, blessed to be a blessing, has been a key part of who we are here as St. John's. So, what we are going to do about that. How do we think about being blessed and being a blessing? What's going to happen in the next five to eight minutes is five different people are going to come up They have been pre-warned. They're going to give you a minute or less. They're only allowed a minute to tell a story of how God has blessed them. And then, I don't know if you've been to a church where the person at the front will say, can I get a witness? Do you know what that means? It means they're looking for somebody in the congregation who can say, yes, what you've just been saying, I've lived that. I've experienced that. So what we're going to have is Anya's coming up first. Hint, hint. Um, And Anya will share a testimony. If you have experienced from God the same that she has, when she's finished, stand up. And we're going to pray for you to go and take that blessing and give it away. So she's got a minute and then we'll pray for you. It'll take like a few seconds. And then we'll move on to the next testimony and the next testimony. Does that make sense? Even if it doesn't, we'll make it work. Anya, you have one minute. Go. Great. Uh, So I'm Anya. My husband Phil's over there somewhere. Uh, I had a baby in March. Um, It was great. Not the actual having, but anyway. Um, My family don't live nearby. They live in Suffolk, and Phil's family live in Crewe, so we didn't really have any family around us. Um, And the prospect of having a new baby is quite challenging. Um, But our church family really got around us, and people offered to cook for us and clean for us and do our washing and we were probably fed by members of the church for about a month after she was born which was far longer than we ever expected and was really amazing and was such a blessing to us when we found ourselves in this newborn haze of no sleep and crying baby that's it so uh, if you have experienced that blessing of being looked after by other people of that kind of care on any level can you stand up now I've just stood up. (laughs) So, you have received. You get to be a blessing. So, Anya is going to say uh, a quick prayer over you that you will be a blessing in the way that you've been blessed. Great. God, thank you for so much for the way you have blessed these people. Father, I pray that they would go out and be a blessing to others that they provide for them and help them in their times of need. Amen. Great. Have a seat. Uh, Stevie.
So we were talking this week about what are the things that God gives us that are not physical, tangible things, but a bit more abstract that we can give away. And the thing that came to my mind immediately was joy. Um, I've spoken quite openly before about how in life I've struggled with depression, like it's a thread that goes back through my life. Um, and sometimes it's been a, like, a really heavy, really scary thing that I wasn't sure I was going to survive. Um, but in, in all of that, in all of the darkness, God has given me joy. Whenever people were praying for me and contending for me, there was always this prophetic word of like, you're a carrier of joy. And I'd be there like, what are you talking about? This, that doesn't ring true, but it, it was true. Joy is a gift that I carry. I think it's something I try and bring to us as a team. Um, I love to laugh, and that is something that I like to give away. Great. So... This microphone's annoying me. Uh, if you have experience giving you joy, even when it was totally unexpected, stand up. <laughs> Great. Or you can wave your hand in the air if you can't be bothered to stand. But please do stand. <laughs> Stevie's going to pray for you that you get to give this joy away. God, thank you that joy is a gift that we get from you, that we get to give away no matter our circumstances. I pray for everyone here that that would be a thing that we can give, that we can carry into all situations as we go out into our week. Amen. John and Rupert, yes. (laughs) Hi. Uh, At um, our discipleship year day that we... um, So I I lead a a discipleship year. We meet once a week. um, And at the discipleship year... Um, at the uh, yeah, when we, when we met a couple, uh, last month, we were praying for healing for each other, um, and the, uh, the the form team prayed for my wrist to be healed because um, when I basically it kind of wasn't it, it hurt when I tried to push it too far back, um, and so they prayed and it still hurt a bit, and then they prayed again. Um, and it stopped hurting so that I can basically like I can push with my full um, full force now and it and it doesn't hurt at all so I'm very grateful for that thank God so if you have ever experienced God's healing in your life would you like to stand I've stood up (laughs) if you've experienced miraculous healing so uh, John is going to pray for you that you get to give this away. Daddy God, thank you for the gift of faith um, and the gift of healing. I lift these uh, people up to you and ask that you will um, fill them with your Holy Spirit, fill them with confidence, fill them with um, a great desire to, to pass this healing on, um, to, to pray for and, uh, and see other people healed. Amen. Um, so about two weeks ago, um, the student group, we've started a new uh, like family devotional on, on every month. Um, so it's like just worship in the Trinity room. Um, and it's just really, really open to pray for each other. Um, and there was, there was a guy there who isn't a Christian yet. Um, and I had the opportunity to pray for him with, with, with Ed, another guy sat over there. Um, and we were praying for about 10 minutes. Um, and afterwards, I was like, is, is anything going on? And he said, 
he felt like something really bad in him has died. Um, and he pinched his arm and was like, he feels like his body is new. Um, yeah, and that's just awesome. Right. Cool. So, that is somebody on a journey towards faith. Have you ever prayed for somebody or had the privilege of leading somebody to know Jesus? Please stand up. Have you ever received somebody else leading you to faith? Please stand up or stand up or wave your arm or do whatever you need to do. So if somebody has led you to faith at some point or you have led somebody to faith at some point, wow, got a lot of people who don't have faith here this morning, um, <laughs> then please stand and Rook is going to pray for you that you get to give that away. Yeah, Father, you are so exciting. You're so exciting. We get to live in that excitement of your Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you so much for the people that have stood up. And I pray a blessing over them in Jesus' name. Would they have outrageous obedience to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's sit. Uh, lastly, I get to do one minute. Uh, God has been uh, amazing at providing for us as a family, uh, going a way, way, way back. But specifically, um, you can read about this on my blog, a little plug there. But uh, God led us to give away our car, uh, and we only had one car. And during the time that we gave the car away, we did a lot of cycling uh, places, but also people lent us their cars for a period of time. And anyway, we ended up giving away, we gave away a car that was kind of quite old and quite battered. Um, We ended up getting another car which was even more battered. But right now, we are driving a brand new uh, 18-plate car which was the gift of God. So um, basically, God provided for all our needs beyond all we could ask and imagine. Um, it's a really long story. There's lots of ups and downs. It isn't as simple as you give and you get. But God provided for all our needs through those around us and through directly blessing us. So if you have received from God provision, if he has provided what you've needed financially, either through other people or directly miraculously, please stand up now. So God, I ask that you would bless us who have been blessed even more outrageously, that you would give us hearts of generosity, that we would be people who are a blessing, that we would just be like pipes through which your blessing flows. We wouldn't cling on to anything and we'd get to give and give and give again. Amen. Please be seated. If you are feeling like I didn't have anything to stand up for, Can I humbly, and I mean this humbly, can I suggest that you might be wrong? Can I suggest that we are all blessed? And sometimes we feel like we haven't got a lot, and it's a kind of false humility that feels we can't say that we've got good stuff. But you were made in the image of God. You were made to be like God. You were made in his image. And he thinks that you are important and special and wonderful enough to die for. You are an amazing creation of God that he thought you were worth dying for. And you are blessed just by that fact. And you get to give that away.